If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Inside New Orleans, it is the William Grant family, the Stellar's Friday Extravaganza, 106.1 FM Nash Icon, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. I am Eric Asher, iHeart Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, Nash FM 106.1 on the World Wide Web, along with ericasher.com, always to catch the program. Of course, the podcast available on all podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Uh, but, um, again, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, the most listened to. 
But you know, pick pick your um, uh, podcasting platform and check out the podcast at your leisure. Uh, today on the program, Mike Scarborough is going to join us in just a couple minutes from TigerBait.com. Jeff Duncan will join us at 435. Christopher Dotson of um, Forbes will join us at uh, 510. We'll talk about Pelicans marketing and the Pels. Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, will join us at 535. So, again, got a full show. Mike Vazan taking the day off, as well as uh, uh, George Loriana. But, again, today is the William Grant Family Distillers Friday extravaganza. It is Friday. It is the weekend. A little bit of cool weather coming in for the weekend as well. Reach for a William Grant product. Henry's Gin, Malaga, Tequila, Reiko Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. And, yes, of course, if you love scotch, we've got award-winning scotches. An all-star lineup for you. Glenn Fittick Scotch Whiskey, the Balvini Scotch Whiskey, Grand Splendid Scotch Whiskey. How about a little Tullamardew Irish Whiskey, second largest selling Irish Whiskey in the entire world. It's with the Irish drink. Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, of course, Florida Kanye, Nicaraguan Rum, and uh, Sailor Jerry Rum are our rum portfolio. Every bottle of Sailor Jerry Rum purchased in Louisiana, uh, portion of those proceeds go to help out uh, active military members, uh, veterans, and their families, especially as we celebrate Veterans uh, uh, Day this week. Uh, again, remember those in the military. Uh, you can give back by going to www.gotourtroops.org. Uh, the Got Foundation helps those individuals and their families with living expenses, mortgage payments, rents, utility bills, insurance premium, even necessary home repairs. So, again, folks, it's a way to give back the Got Foundation. www.gotourtroops.org. An easy way is, hey, you get the best of both worlds. Uh, you know, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. For, uh, uh, don't forget also about Fistful of Bourbon. Uh, and uh, also Hudson Bourbon, part of the bourbon portfolio, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, uh, a lot to talk about. We got just a couple seconds before we go to Mike Scarborough. They want to mention Saints uh, uh, have ruled Alvin Kamara out for Sunday. Uh, Teron Armstead is out for Sunday. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is out for Sunday. Uh, and uh, Simeon will start at the quarterback position uh, with Taysom Hill taking some uh, some snaps as well. So just a little heads up there as we turn our attention to what's going on with the LSU Tigers from TigerBait.com. Uh, and look, if you haven't, I've said this over the last few weeks because Mike's done a great job of expanding his base here. Uh, doing, again, just not the stuff on the website, but now, again, they've got stuff on YouTube. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine a little bit earlier. Matter of fact, again, Jason Burkhardt of Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, who is a huge Tiger fan, who is locked in to what Mike's doing, uh, again, with the YouTube um, show and everything else. So uh, if you want to find out what's happening with LSU, you got to get on TigerBait.com. Uh, Mike Scarborough joins us from TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you? I think we're going to see a good football game tomorrow night. I hope so, Mike. Again, I'll tell you what, but let's start there because, look, we talked last week as we do. We, we, we barely touched on the Alabama-LSU game, and that was an incredible effort by a lot of guys that, again, haven't gotten a lot of playing time this year. Uh, surprised me, surprised a lot of people. Why don't you talk about that, and then we'll jump into Arkansas. Well, yeah, you're, you're right because uh, about this time last Friday, I was a guest on a Mobile, Alabama show, and they wanted to break it down and, and keys to the victory. And I'm like, man, why are y'all wanting to like, – I'm almost like, why are y'all wanting to do that? This game's going to be ugly. Uh, telling friends to bet the house on and uh, take Alabama, giving the points. And in, in, in reality, what we saw was LSU really should have won that football game. A couple of turnovers was the difference. And, and so, yeah, you just don't know what you're going to get. But now we got more offensive line problems, uh, Chase and Hines, uh, uh, and – you know, other guys that uh, aren't 100%. So, uh, 
But I think LSU might have enough to do it. It just depends on what team shows up, if there's any hangover uh, from last week. So we'll see. Yep, we'll see. Uh, you have been talking about this for the last uh, last few months uh, since Kim Mulkey was, was hired by Scott Woodward, uh, Will Wade's incoming class. Uh, the PMAC was on fire the other night. Yeah, and I went uh, Tuesday morning uh, for the, uh, the, the the women's game against Nichols and, and, and for an 11 a.m. kickoff, and, of course, she called a field trip game, and she had a bunch of uh, girls' teams there. That place was getting electric about midway through the second half as more people arrived. Uh, and then Will Wade had an unbelievable crowd uh, uh, Tuesday night, and I'm like, you know, and I, and I tweeted it out. I said, man, wh- wh- what more could you ask for from an opening game performance? I mean, they look like they were in midseason form, and I know it's ULM. That doesn't matter. That that team looked like a, 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 a like it was running like it was a Rolex. And I mean, you just don't wear people out like that. And Darius Days was on fire. Uh, of course, I mean, if you watched LSU last year, I mean, it was uh, if Darius Days was off, LSU was yep. off. And yes. um, if he plays like that all year long, LSU's going to do some damage and go deep. It's going to be an exciting basketball season for both the men and women's team. And look, it's only, only a matter of time before Kim Mulkey puts this team in a position to be in a Final Four or again to win, to win a national championship. What are you hearing on the investigation front? Again, this thing has been dragging on so long with Will Wade. Are you hearing anything new? No, uh, but look, when they're, when they're digging around, we, we, we think it all hinges on the, uh, the, the, uh, the phone call that we all, we've all heard the audio and, and seen the HBO deal. Um, we all think that that's what it's all about. When they come digging around and, and they're doing interviews, um, the likelihood of them finding something else to tag you uh, is, is very high. So what, what might that be? Is it, is it so much that uh, Woodward is forced to make a move on Will Wade? I don't know. He sure seems confident. He sure seems to be defiant. He, he doesn't seem he doesn't seem to be sweating it at all, and I, and I've always thought it was was going to go nowhere. That that committee that meets with the for the NCAA uh, for these types of cases has never ever sanctioned anybody. Um, but then last week, when you see what they did to Oklahoma State's men's program, it makes you step back and say, "Holy crap! Look what they did to Oklahoma State." Uh, if you saw that press conference, that poor coach over there. Uh, I mean, they they did uh, Oklahoma State ugly with uh, uh, taking away postseason from them uh, in several scholarships. So, um, you know, it makes you gives you pause if if you're just thinking nothing's going to happen to 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 Will Wade and LSU. Um, And then how does that tie in? Yeah, and how how does that tie in Our Lady of the Lake uh, stuff with football? Mm -hmm. You know, of course, LSU self-sanctioned and. You know, but is that enough? We, we don't know. I mean, there's been rumors out there that, you know, there's some been some negotiations. Uh, you know, you, you lay off a football and, and uh, we'll, we'll, you know, throw Will Wade under the bus. I, I don't know right. if you can do that. Right. Especially, again, based on what he's done, what he has in, in, in-house right now, and how popular of a coach he is at LSU. But, look, I've heard the same thing, Mike. You and I have talked about it. This, the, I think this program is willing to roll, again, basketball under the bus to, to be able to, again, protect football. Well, and, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I think because he's so loved by the fan base, uh, he does such a good job. It took you so long to land on him as, as a coach. 
unless he gets a show cause where he can't recruit. Right. Um, and, and, you know, to me, if they just take away postseason uh, a, a year or, or, or if they leave that out but maybe take a few scholarship spots, well, then you hold on to him and weather the storm. Um, but because he's that good of a coach and he's that good of a recruiter. Um, but then, you know, this is, you know, not, this whole thing about the, you know, now we're in the realm of NIL and, right. and it's legal. And so you, you're going to say, uh, you're going to get him for saying damn strong offer, yet when they interview uh, Smart's family, that there, there's no proof of anything. Right. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know how you can, unless you can prove something, you know. <laughs> I think we all have an idea of what the intent was, but you still have mm-hmm. to prove it. Sure. Mike, um, I, I want to touch on baseball because then I, then I want to take a break. I want to come back and talk about the coaching search. That's what everybody wants to know about. But, again, um, Jay Johnson, top-ranked class coming in next year, got a really good uh, good team this year. How good do you think they going, they're going to be? Man, I, I, I've got a uh, baseball scout friend of mine who's been to every scrimmage. He goes, he's been to many practices, and he thinks they're an Omaha team next year. He, he does not see anybody in the lineup that can't hit. Uh, certainly there's no number one draft pick Friday night pitcher, um, but you've got enough hitting power to put pressure on teams. He, he thinks they're, he thinks they're uh, uh, hosting a super regional team, which, which typically means you're going to Omaha. So – there you go. There you go. Mike, I'm going to take a break a little bit early because I want to come back and talk about the coaching search. Everybody wants to know what's happening. There's so many rumors out there about, about what's going on there. So hang in there with us. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Generator sales and service are their business. Single day install. That's right. They'll meet with you, sit down with you, whether it's your business or your home. Find out what you're looking for in terms of the generator. And then, again, they'll put you on the calendar for a single day install. Remember, you can finance that generator over time. They do a new install quality check after one month. That's what they do with everything they install as part of their customer service pledge. And then, of course, uh, when it comes to servicing a generator, uh, they can service it like no other. 24-7, 365 emergency service, uh, a a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And remember, if you've had that generator running uh, during the last storm season, over 100 hours, you need it serviced by professional Burkhart can do that for you. Look, a lot of people out there scared off right now by, again, what's going on with Fox 8, with the expose on, um, on, on where they're placing generators. You don't have to worry about that with Burkhart. I've told you the story already before. Jason Burkhart and I looking at my yard, figuring out where we're going to put the generator. I wanted to put it in one of those little, little alleyways in between my uh, house and, and, and my fence. And the cool first thing they told me was, no, you can't do that. Can't do that. Literally, again, have to, have to be able to uh, you know, get it away from the home. Well, you know, again, that's that's what you get when you get an expert installer. Gener- uh, when it comes to generators, uh, my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating are, gen- are, are, are expert installers. Go with the pros. Go with the ones that, again, you can trust. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, 
Set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Panera. Panera believes in saying yes to the good things. Yes to mac and cheese. Yes to topping it with cheesy Parmesan crisps. And yes to putting it all on a sandwich. The new grilled mac and cheese sandwich. Get $1 delivery when you order on the app. Panera, live your yes. Restrictions apply. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Manhattan Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Delays are steady if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Look out for delays on 10 eastbound from Loyola to Veterans, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the High Rise. 10 westbound, your backups are steady from St. Bernard to Canal, and delays pick back up 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady right at Canal Boulevard. And on the eastbound side from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. Traffic is brought to you by DA Exterminating, proud to be locally owned and serving over 60 years. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733.
Welcome back to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. Reach for a William Grant product. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com is our guest. Mike, so many rumors out there about the, the next head coach of the LSU Tigers, uh, from uh, Lincoln Riley to uh, Jimbo Fisher. Uh, again, Mel Tucker's off the off the board now because of again signing an extension. Uh, some believe that again that uh, that was uh, just a byproduct of again him parlaying the LSU job into that extension, or maybe LSU again moving on uh, away from Mel Tucker. Mike, you're entrenched in this. What are you hearing? I tend to think that the most smoke right now is with Lincoln Riley. And I think, you know, you can look at it backwards and forwards as to why it makes sense, why it doesn't make sense. Certainly Oklahoma's going to be a member of the SEC as soon as they can get there. Um, But can he win a national championship easier at LSU than he can at Oklahoma? I think he knows what he's been running up against. That state only produces one or two. Uh, three tops a year of good athletes. They've got to recruit other states in order to fill their roster, and it's, it's just difficult to do it at all the positions. You can do it at, at, at LSU. Um, so I think that's that's a deal there. And then I think kind of uh, the quiet one that uh, that I've been the guy I've been talking about for several months. You know, is there something going on with Mario Cristobal at Oregon? The problem there is that they're currently ranked number three in the college football playoffs, and so that's detrimental to you uh, getting somebody on board as soon as you can after the A&M game uh, to hold on to this recruiting class and build upon it. You, you, you don't want somebody that's uh, going to be uh, going into the playoffs into December, into January. That is that. That's the rub there uh, for, for no matter who it's going to be, because you're going after one of the top coaches, and probably one of the top coaches is going to be in a position to win a national championship. How are you able to pull them away from their team that has a chance to win a national championship if you're able to come to LSU? It's just it's almost impossible, and that's again why I'm you know, if you're an LSU fan and you like Lincoln Riley, you got to pull for them ultimately not to be in that Final Four. Exactly. Uh, I, I've been saying it for weeks. You, you, if there's a guy you want. And, and certainly, you know, at one time, four of the, the, the top candidates were in the top ten in the CFP, and certainly you want your guy to come in with a, a sterling resume and, and on top of the world. But in reality, with the, the early signing period, you you're, you actually want uh, some of these guys to stub their toe and lose a game they're not supposed to, so that way you can get them on the ground in Baton Rouge and get them to work as soon as they can. Mike, what about Jimbo Fisher? His name keeps popping up constantly, even though, again, with the extension um, and, of course, the relationship with Scott Woodward. What are you hearing? Yeah, I, I, I've talked to uh, guys over at uh, Texags, and, and they just think there's a 99% likelihood that he that he's staying in, in College Station. Uh, you know, and, and they bring up a good point. Look, yeah, he's got, a, he's got a good relationship with Scott Woodward. And so I asked the question, you know, why, you know, we, look, we know Jimbo uh, enjoyed his time in Baton Rouge and still has a lot of friends here that he talks to regular and has a, an affinity for LSU. But he's got a fantastic job. The pressure at, at Texas A&M isn't near what it is at LSU. I mean, he could go 9-3 and three for the next 20 years and not be in trouble. Um, you, do, you do that at LSU, and you do, you do that uh, you know, uh, uh, three or four years in a row, and, and you're in trouble. So... Um, I think he stands put. I hope he does. I, I, you know, if you if I put gave you my top six or seven or eight guys who are most likely, 
or, or, or in order that I, I would prefer, Jimbo would be near the bottom. Whereas six years okay. ago, he would have been my number one. Yeah, uh, I, think a, I think there's a bit of Jimbo fatigue. And um, I think of all the coaches that you would mention that have been possibilities for the last three or four weeks, uh, the guy with the offense that's, most resi- that's the closest to Les Miles would be Jimbo Fisher. Mm-hmm. He's an, yeah, he's an offensive coordinator guy, but right. uh, very conservative. And um, I, honestly, I can't stand his offense. With that said, you have expanded Tiger Bait. Uh, again, it is, you're on so many different platforms now. Talk about Tiger Bait because it's, it's more than message boards. It's more than just recruiting um, uh, you know, stuff on the website. Tell the folks about what you guys are doing and how folks can subscribe. Yeah, we, you know, a lot of our content is free on Tiger Bait, but, uh, of course, we're, um, we're on our Tiger Den Premium message board day and night mingling with uh, our subscribers. And our LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait YouTube channel uh, has tripled in size in, in, a, in a span of a year. We do live shows multiple times a week, Tuesday nights at 8, Wednesday nights at 8, and we do a post-game show. So, And we're loading interviews and more there every single day. So uh, people are really enjoying what we're doing on YouTube. Of course, we also stream to Facebook, but uh, yes. we, we think YouTube's a better platform. So, but uh, And you can follow me, of course, on Twitter, at Scarborough Mike. Thank you, Mike. Always appreciate the time, my friend. We'll talk next week. Getting pretty close here. Hopefully, again, we'll have a solution to, this, to the LSU head coaching uh, situation pretty soon. No doubt, Eric. Have a good weekend, man. Talk soon. You, you, you too, buddy. Thanks. Uh-huh. It's Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com, with us each and every week here on the program. Hey, don't, don't forget about um, uh, my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Uh, if your vehicle is in need of work, why don't you bring it on over to Southern Tire and let them take care of it for you. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Family owned and operated. It's your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tires. First of all, you get the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Uh, something for everyone's budget. Doesn't matter, again, what you drive. Uh, doesn't matter, again, what your budget is. They can, they can fill a need for you. Uh, also, again, remember, wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Then the ASC certified technician. And, and the diagnostic equipment that is second to none. Same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And then, of course, you've got uh, our friends over at Southern Tire, the Piazza family standing behind their work. Family owned and operated since 1972. Uh, uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Uh, 504-737-1558 is the phone number. SouthernTire.com is the website. Find out everything that, that you need to know about Southern Tire, all the service they provide. And, of course, looking for a company you can trust when it comes to your vehicle, whether it's a fleet account or your personal vehicle, it's Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Hickory and Airline. Uh, of course, uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline in Menory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's. 
411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend. November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakes. Spud here, and you know the first place I go when my family needs to see a doctor's rapid urgent care. I mean, you're in and out of there in 40 minutes, give or take. You spend that much time in an ER just waiting to get triaged. From a broken ankle to a bee sting to a COVID test, Rapid Urgent Care's got you covered with clinics all over Southeast Louisiana. You don't need an appointment. Just walk right in with your ID and your insurance card. Or you can sign up for their health care partnership. Rapid Urgent Care also has a telemed center. Just waiting for your call might save you a trip. Go to rapidurgentcare.com to find out more and to find the clinic nearest you. Welcome back to the William Grant family. Still, this Friday traffic hands are reach for a William Grant product. Whether you're heading out to your favorite spirit store to stock up for the weekend, maybe again your favorite bar or watering hole, uh, you know, for, for drinks with friends and family, or again, maybe you head out to your favorite restaurant. Again, ask for a William Grant product. All right, I want to thank Mike Scarborough for joining us in the program uh, from TigerBait.com. Now from uh, Noel.com, the Times Picayune, and the Advocate, Jeff Duncan joins us on the show. Jeff, how are you, bud? Eric, I'm doing good, man. Uh, beautiful weather this weekend. Uh, There's no better place to be in the country right now than New Orleans. No doubt. Hey, Jeff, before we get started, look, uh, Thanksgiving's around the corner, so that means they're going to be Christmas uh, shopping. you got a, you got a lineup of books for folks that, again, that really love football and love the Saints uh, that folks should really tap into. Tell us about the books and how folks can get them. 
Yeah, actually, the Peyton Breeze book just uh, released in paperback form, so it's a little cheaper now for people. Uh, you can get it online right now for like sixteen ninety five, I think, at Amazon or any of your local booksellers. And if you reach out to me on social media, we can get you a signed, like a personalized author's copy, uh, sign those for Christmas gifts. Been doing a lot of that this past week. Got to head to the post office in the morning with a huge right. shipment, so it's been going good. Beautiful. Are you doing any book signings uh, during the uh, upcoming months? Got some over, actually, in the Mississippi Gulf Coast, over in the Gulfport, Biloxi area, and uh, also in Mobile. Uh, Haven't got any locally, but I'm sure we'll have some to announce down the road. Beautiful. Hey, Jeff, let's start with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, The big story this week was Odell Beckham Jr. You've been kind of on the inside. Uh, How how much was a full-court press put up by Sean Payton to try to bring him here? Oh, they definitely went all in on Odell. Personally, Sean Payton was involved, personally trying to get him involved, talk to him uh, one-on-one. And uh, I don't think, just in talking to people today, I don't think they ever felt 100% that they were going to get him. I think they felt like they laid out a good pitch to Odell Beckham Jr., but I think they felt like that he was never really fully uh, committed to coming here, even though obviously I think they laid out a good plan for him and why it would be a good opportunity for him. But once LA got in the picture, knowing his, I mean, he lives there in the off season. Uh, they have great teams they put together and mm-hmm. the Super Bowl opportunity, I think for him was the most important priority in this short term decision. Now, long term next year, when he becomes a free agent, he may have different uh, priorities, but I think in these next few months, he was trying to chase a Super Bowl ring, and I think the Rams gave him, at least in his mind, that, that best opportunity. If I'm not mistaken, you reported the Saints were looking for him more than just, a again, a fill-in for this season, but maybe looking for something long-term. Is that something you think they're going to revisit at the end of the season, or is that now ship sail because he's moved on? Well, they were going to give him off- offers for both, short-term and long-term, give him some flexibility there. I think they will wait and see how it plays out with the Rams um, and, and see if, if he ends up staying there long-term. Obviously, that'll be off the table. But I think they also just want to see how he plays this year in this offense with a winning culture. And that's always been the thing that we hear about Odell Beckham Jr. Is he hasn't been quite in a winning culture, even though the, certainly the Browns made the playoffs last year. I think they want to see how he conducts himself in these next few months. With that said, Saints are, are really hurting right now at uh, the pass catcher position. Uh, again, the inconsistency has really hurt them this season, especially last week. Uh, look, he, uh, Peyton says he likes the room, but, man, this has been a struggle uh, you know, throughout the season. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Jeff, outside of maybe running the ball a lot more, uh, maybe putting Taysom Hill at quarterback and allowing him to be able to, to run the ball, uh, I, I don't know how this, this room gets better. What are you seeing? Again, do you see this room getting better? Well, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I actually am more in line with Sean Payton. I, I don't think the re- I think the receivers have become the scapegoat right now, and I think it's a little too simplistic. Uh, uh, look, they don't have a, 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 a Mike Thomas there. That was supposed to be the sure. number one receiver, but they've never really had that type of receiver on this team. They, you know, even going back to the Drew Brees days when. Marcus Colston was a seventh-round pick out of Hofstra, and Lance Moore was an undrafted player. Mm-hmm. That's never really been, I think, the strength of this offense. I, I think what we're seeing 
frankly, is just the transition to life without a Hall of first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, I think right. uh, the quarterback play is more of a factor in why this offense has not been as dynamic as it's been, and that's understandable. You don't have Drew Brees here anymore. Uh, the catchable balls, the on-target passes, the Saints are, Eric, they're, they're last or second to last in the league. Uh, that, to me, is much bigger issue than the receivers and their separation rate. Jeff, I'll say this. You knew at some point within last year to this year you were going to lose Breeze. We've had two incredible drafts with, that were full of, of wide receivers that now, again, are playing for other teams all over the, all over the, um, the league. And the Saints picked the seventh-round pick in last year's draft at the wide receiver position. The guy can't get on the field. So, again, to me, there should have been an anticipation of that. I agree with you. You know, Breeze was able to take undrafted free agents and, and make them into, into quality wide receivers. I'm not sure Simeon and Hill is able, are able to do that. Uh, so, again, you had to know that going in. Obviously, they were banking on Michael Thomas being available, but at some point they knew during the offseason that he wasn't going to be available, at least early. So, you know, again, this goes back to, uh, to me, again, putting more into that room, getting a better quality of player instead of, again, trying to get these guys to grow on the job. It's been it's been a, it's been frustrating for the fans, frustrating for a lot of us to watch. One one bright spot has been Deontay Harris, who a guy that wasn't even a wide receiver, who's turned into probably the best playmaker on this team outside of Alvin Kamara. Yeah, and, and look, I, I think everyone, if if Mike Thomas is on the field right now, uh, we don't have these issues. But they don't have Mike Thomas, you know, and they I think right. they thought they were going to have Mike Thomas, and it just it didn't play out that way, and it's probably too late. That's why I think they were trying to get Odell Beckham Jr. to have mm-hmm. another receiver there. But, uh, look, they were interested in Mac Jones in the draft. They just were not going to be able to get up high enough to get him. And I think they'll be back in the quarterback hunt next offseason. Do you think it'll be quarterback uh, coming out of college or they're going to go after the veteran quarterback? I, I think it'll be all options. I don't think they will stop at any option, including potentially – bringing back Jameis Winston. I don't think that's off the table either, but I don't think uh, they're going to close the door on any and anything. I'll be surprised knowing Sean Payton, if they go through another season like this at quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. I I would too. I would too. Um, When you look at this weekend, no Camara, uh, obviously, again, not having Toronto Armstead, that's huge on offense. Gardner Johnson out as well. Let's talk offense first. How do they make up for the loss of, again, the, the, their number one playmaker? Well, they're going to have to run the ball with Mark Ingram. I think we'll see more of a workload with Taysom Hill, who we talked to just a little while ago. He's expecting more of a workload, I think, in the running game. And he's further removed from that concussion. He was kind of on a limited pitch count last week coming off of that protocol. So I, th- I think they're going to have to try and run the ball, be smart with the ball, play action. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, Eric, and field position game. Let your defense kind of control things, and hopefully you're in it in the fourth quarter. It helps, obviously, not having Derrick Henry to defend. Uh, the Saints, I think, will play much better defensively this week than they played last week. I think they've been kind of challenged this week. Uh, this should be a good game, but uh, they could be up against it. They could play well, to, could play well on Sunday and still lose. Concerned about the pass rush when a lot of people felt once on Yamada came back, we'd see there again this pass rush ramp up. We really have not. Uh, concerns there? Yeah, I think I think it kind of is what it is right now. I mean, uh, it's too sporadic right now. They're having to 
engage the linebackers, I think, more to, to, to get pressure. Uh, the bring in, trying to bring uh, DeMario Davis, Quan Alexander, who's not been effective as a blitzer. So Dennis Allen's trying to push all the right buttons, uh, but it certainly hasn't gotten there the way they would like it to be. Uh, I still think uh, they need to get more pressure to cover up some of the, you know, some of the issues that they're having right now on the back end. This secondary should be playing much better than it is. I agree. And that's because sometimes I think they lose focus. I think sometimes they get a little lackadaisical on that back end, and we see some of these explosive plays happening. It frankly shouldn't be happening to a team with that kind of experience and talent. You mentioned Taysom Hill. Again, he, he, he lost the uh, job to, to Winston, was considered, again, the, 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 uh, the, the second-string quarterback, uh, you know, on, if, um, unless, obviously, uh, Simeon would come in to be able to play a part-time role if Winston was to go out within a game. Uh, the, obviously, the, the concussion was an issue uh, in terms of getting him back. Uh, you anticipate him getting more snaps this weekend. I do too. Uh, do you anticipate him? Uh, see, uh, do you anticipate him taking over that role, or do we continue to see Simeon as the number two quarterback going forward? I'm sorry, as the starter going forward. I think it's a fluid situation. I don't think anybody knows, including Sean Payton. I think he wants to see how this system works out right now. And if I, I believe there'll be a short leash on Trevor Simeon if, he, if he's not mm-hmm. getting it done. Uh, they know what Trevor uh, Taysom Hill can do, and it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Taysom Hill made no no bones about it today. I mean, he's disappointed that he's not starting right now, but he also understands it because he's coming off of a, a very severe concussion. I mean, yes. he talked about it. He said today uh, he, he doesn't remember 45 minutes uh, that black, well, he blacked out after that, after that hit. Uh, he right. said that was scary, and so it was a significant injury. And the Saints were trying to be cautious with him bringing him back last week. And, and I can understand that. This weekend without Kamara, again, running the ball against the Tennessee Titans, who have an incredible defense, uh, i got to believe they're in much better shape by, again, having Taysom at quarterback. And I think it also helps the wide receivers because you have to be able to respect his ability to run the football from the quarterback position. It's going to give guys an opportunity to get open, get free, because you know those defensive backs are going to be peaking in the backfield if he's taking snaps. Well, we saw it last week when they brought him in, uh, you know, against the Falcons. The Falcons went to a single high safety look, and the Saints took advantage of it the passing game. That's the appeal of Taysom Hill at quarterback. It's, it's, you have to contend with his ability to run the ball. It causes you to put more players in the box, and therefore it opens up the passing game. We're seeing it all over the league. I mean, look at the top quarterbacks right now yep. in the league. They're Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, you know, Dak Prescott. These quarterbacks they have a threat to run the ball as well really change the landscape of the NFL, and I think Taysom Hill brings that element, uh, certainly when he's healthy. And look, Jeff, I've been saying it all week. He's got to play like Lamar Jackson. He can't be the, 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 the guy that was trying to emulate Drew Brees last year, staying in the pocket. Uh, again, his biggest attribute is his ability to be able to be mobile, to put pressure on the defense. When he gets his opportunity, he's got to get out there and he's got to use his legs. doesn't have to run every play, but he's got to be able to be in a situation where, again, he's running to be able to maybe open up the passing game. Uh, he has that ability. That He's shown that in the past. Yeah, and I think he knows that. I mean, he's a football player first and foremost, and – uh, look, this next stretch, I mean, my column on Sunday for the Picayune is about this next four-game stretch. I, I just think it's the pivotal point of the whole season. Mm-hmm. You've got Tennessee, who's the number one seed right now in the in the AFC. Then you go on the road to, uh, you know, a tough Philly team, and then you come back home with Buffalo and Dallas in the Superdome, two of the other better teams in the league this year. 
I, I think the Saints have got to get out of this stretch at no worse than two and two. Uh, I, I think if they're one and three or, or, or zero and four, I, I'll just see how they can make a playoff run. But I think if they come through at two and two, the schedule lightens down the stretch. This team will be in prime position to, to get into playoffs as a wild card. And you never know then. You can go on a roll, maybe uh, do some damage. Let's shift gears to the Pelicans. Uh, again, uh, not the season that a lot of people felt uh, that it would be coming out of the box here. Once again, falling behind the eight ball. 1-11 uh, on the season. Eight, eight losses in a row. Uh, the Brooklyn Nets coming to town tonight, right? Um, uh, without maybe Brandon Ingram plays tonight, but without having Ingram and and. Uh, uh, and, and also Zion, this team has been exposed. You know, again, I'm watching Oklahoma City the, the other night, and I'm looking at all these young players, and then I'm trying to measure them up against the Pelicans' young players. And i got to say, Oklahoma City's young players, again, uh, have, have progressed more than what I've seen out of the young players that the Pelicans have brought in. Yeah, no, I think it's a fair point, and I think it's a question that Pelicans fans probably are asking as well. Uh, you know, it's one thing. Uh, it's not – at this time, we're not judging – the Pelicans, I think, on wins and losses without their two best players, their two all-stars, uh, they're just not going to be able to win these games. But what you want to see is the progression of the other players on the roster. Now, I would say that I think David Griffin had a good offseason. I think the acquisitions of, yep. of JV and Graham, mm-hmm. uh, you know, both yep. those guys, I, I think, are upgrades about what they had. They, they, they just have to get some momentum going in some direction because the fan base right now is disillusioned. We're seeing it by the attendance at the game. Right. Uh, this this organization is at a crossroads, and until they get their full complement of players back there, I don't see how they can gather any momentum in terms of fan enthusiasm because we're seeing the same performance week after week. David Griffin on a hot seat? Oh, yeah, there's no doubt about that, and he, and he knows that, and everybody in the organization has made it clear they they, they have to to start being successful in some capacity. And right now they're not successful on or off the court. Uh, there's just a lot of issues right now within the organization. They're working hard out there. Uh, I know people in the, off, in the front office, I mean, they're, they're doing everything they can to try and sell tickets, to get people in the seats. Really, Eric, they, they've actually sold a lot of tickets. Just the problem is there's a, lot, a high number of no-shows. People are not going right, to the Right, the no-shows are there. Yeah. yeah, because you've got no Zion Williamson on the court. You've got no Brandon right. Ingram. Uh, it's just very difficult right now, I think, to, to, to get enthusiasm and muster that up, uh, you know, to get people in the seats. And it's always tough this time of year anyway. Between high school football, Saints football, college football, it's a tough time. You've got to be able to win early to get the attention of, again, the sports fan here in New Orleans and across the Gulf Coast, and they're just not doing it. Uh, so, again, yeah, that, that hurts even, as well. Even when they win at this time of year, it's hard. Right. You know, even it's when hard, they're winning right. – in this market. So when you're losing, when you're one and 11, one and 12, I mean, I go around some, go around town sometimes, Eric, and I have to ask to put the Pelicans game on. That's crazy. If I'm out. That, people don't even, people don't even have the game on. They don't even know what's going on. They'll have the world right. series on or something, you know, it can't be that way. And, and look, that's an indictment on, on the organization because they haven't been able to, to get it right. I agree. Got three minutes left. What are you hearing about the LSU coaching situation? Well, not a lot. I mean, Scott Woodward's, I think, playing his cards close to the vest, as I expected him to. Um, you know, I think right now it would not surprise me if he hired anybody. You know, like I think it could be someone completely out of left field. Uh, what I've told people before is I don't know who Scott Woodward is going to hire, but I know who he's – I'm pretty sure I know 
who he's not going to hire. And it's, it's not going to be a coach that's learning on the job, or, you know, a, head, a, a hot assistant who's unproven at this level, uh, someone from a smaller market or smaller level of play. Uh, he's going to hire a big game coach, somebody from a with bona fide head coaching experience, someone that's not going to be intimidated by coming into this position in a division with the greatest dynasty in modern college football history, Alabama, the greatest coach in college football. He's going to find somebody that can look Nick Saban eye to eye and not, not be intimidated by it. So it's going to be somebody with that kind of track record. Now, who that is, I don't know. But I know who it's not going to be. It's not going to be a Joe Brady. It's not going to be somebody like mm-hmm. that because I don't think that's Scott Woodward's track record. Final question for you, Jeff. Hearing anything about the ongoing investigations into LSU athletics? No, I just know that it's getting finally closer to uh, being culminated. I have heard that, that they're finally getting to toward the end. And, and I don't think it's going to be good for LSU. Everything I've seen so far in these other cases, uh, it could be a lot of legal back and forth. Uh, but I don't think the NCAA is going to uh, going to do LSU basketball any favors. So you're saying basketball, football may be may get a reprieve here? No, I, you know, I don't know that. I don't know that at all. I just know that basketball is certainly the focus that I've been able to yes. under, understand is uh you know, there's they're looking at some some certainly some severe level 1, maybe level 2 violations. Right. Jeff, once again, I appreciate your time as always. Thanks again. You'll be joining us this week on, on, on Inside New Orleans Sports as well. Tell the folks about the book, how folks can get it, and what you got coming up for us uh, on, online and, of course, in the Advocate Times Picayune. Well, next week I'm going to have a, a story about the, the historic drop-off that the Saints offense has had. I mean, we're talking about an offense now that's 28th in the league. In, in the last decade and a half, it's never been lower than 12th, and usually it's been in the top five. It's kind of looking at some of the issues there, some of the things you and I talked about earlier. It's complicated, Eric, so I think fans can look forward to that. And if they want to order the book, just reach out to me on at Jeff Duncan underscore. I'll make sure I get you a signed autograph copy. We're shipping them out here in the next couple of weeks so people have time for the holidays. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate your time as always. All right, Eric. Take care. Have a great weekend. You too. That's uh, Jeff Duncan of uh, Noel.com, Todd McCune, and The Advocate. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, yeah, you heard Jeff. It's going to be a little warm today. It's going to be a little, 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 little chilly over the weekend. Uh, if you haven't had your heater inspected or, again, you flip, flip the heater on and it's not, it's not uh, putting out heat for you, call my friends at Burkhardt. Again, they'll get out to you quickly. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. Nate certified technicians, high certification in, in the industry, but more importantly, a company you can trust. Never going to gouge you, never going to cheat you, never going to say this part is bad, so you got to be able to you gotta, you gotta replace it. It's just not in their DNA. You want a company you can trust, and, and of course, a company that stands behind their work, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating. Get that heater set uh, set up for the uh, for the upcoming winter winter months. Get it inspected by Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm
Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend. November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing. Next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lake Wake up your senses at Louisiana's newest Harley-Davidson. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa. 30,000 square feet of pure motorcycle mayhem. Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa has over 100 new and selective pre-owned Harley-Davidsons available right now. For every riding style and budget, Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa has the motorcycle for you. Come past a good time in the bayou at Zydeco Harley-Davidson. With new arrivals of the latest in style, fashion, and riding gear in their motor clothes department. Check out over $250,000 of the latest parts and accessories. Repairs, upgrades, and customization are there for you at Zydeco Harley-Davidson's award-winning service department. Check out their dynoing service, which maximizes the horsepower and torque of your motorcycle. It's Zydeco Harley-Davidson in Homa. Follow on Facebook and ZydecoHD.com for their next event, party schedule, and more. All right, it is the William Grant family. Still, is Friday extravaganza. Henry Jim, Malago Tequila, Rekha Vodka, hottest spirits on the market. Don't forget, also, folks, Glenn Finney Scotch Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scotch Whiskey, Galvini Scotch Whiskey, All Star lineup of Scotches, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, Sailor Jerry Rum, Florida County Nicaraguan Rum, uh, Hudson Whiskey, and also again, uh, Fistful of Bourbon Whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. 
I want to thank Jeff Duncan, Mike Scarborough for joining us in hour number one. Christopher Dotson of Forbes is up first, and then we'll finish up with Ross Jackson of Locked On Saints Podcast. You're listening to the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. I'm Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? I do what I can at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Eric Asher taking you home each and every weekday afternoon. Four to six. 
course, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, great um, mobile app to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1, Eric Asher on the World Wide Web. So go to ericasher.com on Nash FM 106.1. Catch the show there. Also, don't forget the podcast available on all podcasting platforms now. Anchor is our home base. The most listened to are uh, Apple, Spotify, uh, and, of course, um, uh, iHeart. So, again, check that out uh, on any of your podcasting platforms. And don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports tonight, 9 o'clock on Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, uh, and then 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television on on Saturday afternoon. Uh, Folks, Sean Mazan joins us on the program. He always does a great job in breaking it down. We talk Saints, LSU, Tulane, and Pelicans. So, again, it's already up on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, and Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. You can check that out at your leisure. Again, thanks to Jeff Duncan and Mike Scarborough joining us in hour number one. We're just a couple minutes away from Christopher Dotson of Forbes, who will be followed by Ross Jackson of Locked on Saints podcast. Today's title sponsor is William Grant Family Distillers. Uh, again, independent distiller since 1887. Reach for a William Grant product. Hottest spirits on the market, I promise you. Henrik's Gin, Malago, Tequila, Reka Vodka. You have never tasted a flavor profile on, on these spirits like you have with, again, the William Grant spirits, unique in all the world. And then, of course, uh, that all-star lineup of scotches. I'll put it up against any scotch profile in the world. All award-winning scotches, Glenfiddich Scots Whiskey, the Balvini Scots Whiskey, Grant's Blended Scots Whiskey. And then when you get to um, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the second largest selling Irish whiskey in all the world with the Irish drink. And, yes, we've got a great rum portfolio as well, Florida Kanye Nicaraguan rum, Sailor Jerry rum. Uh, that spice rum is fantastic, especially with these temperatures that are coming here. Are you kidding me? Oh, absolutely. Uh, and, of course, you're helping out the God Foundation, taking care of our active military families and retired military um, veterans and their families. Folks, www.gotourtruths.org is how you can give directly. Uh, but then the uh, they help giving, uh, giving back to uh, those that have served and those continue to serve with living expenses, rent, mortgage payments, utility bills, insurance premiums, and, yes, even necessary home repairs. Give directly to the uh, Got Foundation through www.gotourtroops.org or, man, do a little favor for yourself as well. Uh, reach for a bottle of Sailor Jerry rum. Don't forget Fistful of Bourbon, Bourbon Whiskey, Hudson Bourbon Whiskey, all part of the portfolio of William Grant. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us on the program does a great job, and I mean a great job, uh, in writing for Forbes. Uh, again, not only, again, concentrating on what's going on in the court with the Pelicans or, again, what's happening on the field, but also does a lot of stuff in, in, in terms of the business side uh, of sports. Uh, joining us on the, phone, on, on the program right now is Christopher Dotson. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on, Eric. Chris, great. I want to tell you right now. I got one more. One, I think one more piece of this series that's coming out now, um, and uh, I've been enthralled by it. Uh, I think it's really a, again a, a well written, uh, and I thought you did a lot of great research on the series uh, about the marketing end of the New Orleans Pelicans. Um, you got one. You got one more. This one more uh, piece that's coming out, right? We got four no, out right no, now. All five, all five series, pieces of the series are out, going from the fans' concerns all the way through the last one, which uh, detailed how they approached the uh, city edition jerseys that will be okay, beautiful on the court. And uh, yeah, so everything's out. If everybody wants to go read that, give me some feedback, show us some love, and really get an in-depth, I think, uh, look at how they try and market and brand this team. Some of the things that have handcuffed them. Some of the things that really, let's be honest, come off more of his excuses as reasons. And that's up to mm-hmm. the fans to decide. But go read it for yourself. It was a good 45 minutes to an hour with both Ben Hales 
and Jen Martindale of the Pelicans and Saints. And it, it just, yeah, it was it was fun to put together. It, it gave me a real look at how this team's going to try and connect with this city over the not only the next few months, which are going to be tough because of the record, but over the next few years. Right. Well, I thought it was. I think it's a well done series. And again, one of the first things that 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 really struck me was when the Saints took when when, when the Benzes took over the, the 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 Pelicans. There was a split there. Okay. In other words, again, people doing both jobs on on the Saints side, uh, working working uh, working promotions, working uh, marketing. You know, a lot of the stuff was bleeding over. Uh, one of the things I learned in this series is that's no longer the case. They are separate entities now, all the way down the line. They got their own marketing. Uh, again, the, the everything. That is part of the Pelicans is is, a, is unique to the Pelicans. Saints have they have their situation, even though they're in the same building. They're no longer sharing resources. Right. I think they're not share, they're sharing personnel resources. They're sharing human resources, especially where it's efficient to do so. Uh, okay. As far as game plans for marketing to the team, yet yeah, now it's no longer bleeding over from the Saints. It's two completely different teams, two different roadmaps, two different approaches. It's really two different fan bases. If you look at just the NFL and NBA in whole you know the nfl skews more older and wider the nba is younger and more culturally you know diverse but that's that's where the teams have to really decide what needs to bleed over and how do we approach these two different fan bases that they have because the saints fans and the pelicans fans aren't the same fans on game day yeah a lot of people buy tickets to both but the crowds i think are different the 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 culture is different around it and the community is different if you look at social media and everything happening outside of the stadium and outside of the team's control. What did you learn uh, as you as you dove into the series? I, I I learned that one. I really got to stand up for Jen. I think she's trying her best. Uh, maybe she has her hands tied with uh, from from all sides. Really, there's there's things this team could run with that. Uh, to be honest, maybe took too long. Uh, we've seen some like JD Carrier was on on Twitter looking at the new Jet Life and Pelicans collab that took 18 months, maybe even longer. There's got to be something that this team can pick up when, like, the Pels 12 theme picked up on Twitter. They've got to be able to move quicker with, with their customer base, with their audience. It can't take you 18 to 24 months to have an idea and react to what your fans are doing, not in this day's culture. And that's something the team's trying to do. Uh, I didn't touch on it, I guess, well enough in the, in the articles. You can only do so much. But that's something that I really took from it is they, they want there's people that want to run with it. And there's, you know, from the NBA, there's only so much they can do with music from Nike. There's only so much they can do with the jerseys through just all these other things. So that that's what I took away with it is there are some things on the creative table that maybe would be great ideas if they could launch them. And, and that's something right. the fans won't see because it's just not getting there yet. Uh, I was surprised about, again, uh, not embracing the Mardi Gras culture, not embracing, again, the brass bands. Those are things that, again, are u- unique to New Orleans. I know, again, they put out uh, uh, you know, a, a, a poll to be able to find out what's going on, what, what the fans want to see. But these things are uniquely New Orleans. Uh, I was a little surprised in reading that, again, that that's, you know, they've, they've been trying to, again, diversify and get away from, again, just this cookie-cutter Mardi Gras brass band type situation in terms of uh, entertainment. Right, they don't want it to be seen like they're just, you know, going straight to that, and they're not having to be creative, they're not thinking outside the box. And during this conversation with both of them, that was kind of a point where we were all three going back to clarify some things. It's, 
it's more of the fans said, do not market Bourbon Street to us where it's beads and Mardi Gras every night. Mm-hmm. But the right. feedback from the articles that I've gotten is more fans saying there's ways to do that without it with, you know, brass bands and bringing the culture of New Orleans into the arena without it seeming like it's tacky and Mardi Gras. And here's one more thing I learned, and, and, and it was that some of those surveys come from, like, the University of Tulsa. When we had, you know, the Tulane marketing director, uh, professor, giving me quotes for the articles, he's a season ticket holder, and, and he gave a lot of great insight for the articles. So I think that's a lot of it is how can University of Tulsa ask New Orleans questions about New Orleans and There's gain no anything way. from it? So some of those numbers, I just don't know to trust them. Right. Um, another thing is, look, George Shin for being cash poor and, and, again, just a horrible owner, he was a showman. He knew how to put on a party. Again, pregame, during the game. Uh, again, when the Hornets came to New Orleans, it was more of an event to be seen. Uh, again, the halftime entertainment, pregame, what was going on. Now, COVID has kind of, uh, has kind of uh, put some restraints on that. But uh, how, are they, how are they enhancing what Shin started here in New Orleans? Oh, I, I'm not sure that they're enhancing it. I think they've tried to change some things. I mean, how many mascots have we went through, and where is Pierre the Pelican this season? There's only, right. yeah, there's some things that they can't do because of COVID, but there's still ways I think to make it seem like a more of a party atmosphere in the Smoothie King Center, and and yeah, George Shen did a great job with the Pelicans with the, and it, you can't do anything on the court, so there's got to be interactions in the stands, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, they, you can't have fans running around the court when you still got COVID yeah. protocols. COVID, right? In the NBA, but they got to do something where where you can gather and it just feels like more of a party instead of it being so spread out. Yeah, and and then of course again, you know, uh, pregame the party out front that, that that whole situation. Shin did a great job with that. The other thing is, and again, look, I was waiting for you to, to for this article to come out about about the city edition uniforms. I got to be honest with you, bland, unimaginative. I look around the uh, the league and I, and people get excited about these city uniforms. And New Orleans' uniforms are just kind of like they look more like again the regular everyday uniforms than something that again would attract fans to want to buy those uniforms. What happened? Well, that may be, again, where you're splitting resources on the personnel side. Uh, maybe a deadline goes through. You just Nike has more time from other teams that are more committed and thinking these jerseys out longer. I'm not sure how the Pelicans staff that process uh, completely. But that is something, the jerseys that take 18 to 24 months, and that's for soccer, NBA, whoever you are. Uh, uh, there is a lot that they can do with the jerseys to maybe call back that, that time period of the franchise without stealing the colors from Charlotte. That's something that the Nike uh, and NBA just, they don't want us to use the colors of the Hornets because there's already Hornets colors being used. The Lakers can use Minneapolis's colors because that's no longer the Lakers. They're not using any of that. So, so it's, it's hard to have an apples to apples comparison, but there are things I think that they could do with the New Orleans city additions and all these alternatives. Hopefully the ones we have now will replace the whites that we've had for so long, and next mm-hmm. year it'll be the blues, and they'll tinker with the reds, but they'll leave the reds because I think that's the most beloved jersey set in New Orleans. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Again, you can't go back to the jazz because, again, Utah has the has obviously the, the logo and nickname. Uh, you can't go back to the Hornets. Maybe, again, the, the, you can go back to the Bucks. I know, again, that, that happened a while back when, um, when, when, when they were the Hornets. You go back to the ABA Bucks. But again, just again, just working off again the culture here in New Orleans. The Mardi Gras jerseys have done well. The flag jerseys last year did well. These have no imagination to them. Right. They could have even went with uh, with.
with the whites here. I, I thought I've seen some photoshops. I hopefully I can shout them out on Twitter if y'all want, but uh, if I could find it. But using just the street signs and the the blocks that are on the corners of each street, you know. There you go. Downtown, using that sort of stuff. Look at how Chicago used the signage from uh, Second City and the Comedy Club and Entertainment District there and all that. There's so much they could have done here instead of just remixing the white jerseys and replacing New Orleans with NOLA, which nobody in New Orleans really uses the word abbreviation NOLA for much. Right. No, no doubt about it. Chris, hang in there for me. When I come back, I want to talk about the team on the court. Christopher Dotson is with us. Great uh, five-part article on Saints. I'm sorry, on Pelicans marketing in Forbes. And we'll have him uh, tell you a little bit about how you can find that when we get back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Getting a little chilly this weekend. Heater doesn't crank up. Maybe you're not feeling comfortable. You didn't get it cleaned. Didn't get it inspected. Burkhardt can do that for you. Make sure that heat is working right. So, again, you don't have any problems during the winter months. Again, heat with the heater, again, it's all about safety. Been told that by John Burkhardt when we first started this. Again, getting your heater inspected is all about safety. Making sure you don't have any problems with a fire or carbon dioxide poisoning to protect you and your family. So, again, make sure you get that heater inspected by a professional. Burkhardt can do that for you. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Hey, everybody, this is Jason Aldean. This is Carrie Underwood. Back to back. Vegas. Now that's big. You and your three besties. Jet set to Sin City. You'll get hotel to crash in, tickets to see Jason Aldean, and you'll see Carrie Underwood the next night. Plus, Plus, Jason will stop by your hospitality suite and play a few songs before the show. Listen weekdays for the national keyword for your chance to win. Prizes provided by Broken Bow Records. This report is sponsored by visitmississippi.org slash casino adventure. In Mississippi, excitement is a team sport with real sportsbook betting. Play games with hearts, spades, and diamonds, or bring a set of clubs for golf. Plan your trip at visitmississippi.org slash casino adventure. Mississippi. Wanderers welcome. Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. Delays are heavy along the westbound side of the Pontchartrain Expressway from from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And on the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, your delays remain steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. On 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from the 310 to Clearview, and delays pick back up on 10 eastbound. From Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal, and delays pick back up on 10 westbound from Bonneville to the airport. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are solid from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge, and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu 
online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice fillets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Vicks NyQuil Severe tackles your worst cold and flu symptoms, changing this <coughs> into this. NyQuil Severe, the nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching, fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Welcome back to the Wayne Rant family. Uh, still is Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6. Ross Jackson will join us at 535. Just a couple more minutes with Christopher Dotson of Forbes. Chris, it's been a tough season uh, so far. Again, eight-game losing streak. Pels are 1-11. they got the Brooklyn Nets coming in tonight. Doesn't look like things are going to change. Obviously, when you lose two All-Stars, it's, it, it's hard to be able to win. I don't care what what uh, team you are in. But, I, again, I would have expected more out of some of the younger players up to this point in, in terms of their growth. And I think that's, been, that's the one thing that's been exposed over the last few weeks. Yeah, yeah, and – I think when you look at the differences of Nikhil and Kyra, uh, it, it start because I don't think Kyra is 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 really the talent that that we thought he was. Where Nikhil, he was just in a slump. Kyra might be, you know, it's sacrilege to say the word, but it starts with why and ends with ifs. He he may be in like a Markel Fultz that that sort of situation, and that that's that's what my eyes are telling me. I think Nikhil's thirty three points the other night is him coming out of a slump. He's staying confident. And Kyra, I just don't see that confidence. I see some speed. He gets out and runs, but I don't see much else from him. Same can be said for Trey Murphy, who, again, is a knockdown shooter in college, but just hasn't had the confidence in his stroke thus far. Right, and he's been trying to play. I think teams are able to focus more on him now, even as a rookie. They know he might be one of our only shooters, so he's getting a little bit more respect than most rookies get as a shooter. And that's hurting mm-hmm. his numbers. It's you know, it, it's it's just a tougher challenge for him. We saw at summer league he can play if he was going up against reserve units. But when you take out Ingram and Zion and Josh Hart's missing a half the other night, yes, Trey Murphy's just going against guys that he should have to go against two to twelve minutes. He's doing it for twenty to twenty five minutes, and that just that that's tough for a rookie to step into. 
Well, Valanciunas and, and Graham have really carried this team. Both, again, are playing really well as far as additions to this team this year. And, and again, I don't think anybody saw Herb Jones making the impact that made thus far. Right. You had Zion and Ingram to Herb Jones, Josh Hart, Jonas Valanciunas, and Devontae Graham. You're in the playoff mix. Just, just with them six playing up to their talents. And, and Graham and Valanciunas and Hart. Hart's done real well, but Valanciunas has been – I think we'd all extend him again for even more money than he got. You know, he's worth more than $15 million. I think he's he's one of the best three-point shooters by percentage in the league, and, and that kind of stretching the floor around Zion would be wonderful if we could ever see it. Yeah, but the issue is when you build a team around two guys like you built it around Zion and Brandon Ingram, but especially Zion, and again, you've got, you're trying to be able to set up role players around those guys. When those guys go out, all you've got is role players, and that's why you've seen uh, Valanciunas do so well, again, having carried this team. You know, I, I mean, it's it, 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 He's not a guy that carries a franchise, but yet he's had to. And, of course, a lot of pressure on Graham because he's one of the few guys that can score from outside. Uh, again, the, I'm not sure where – look, there's a possibility. Like I've said all this week, they are, they are now playing for the 10th spot. I mean, that's, that's the best you can hope for at this point. Uh, well, again, with, with, again, Zion being out and maybe, again, as um, it was reported yesterday, maybe out till December. I mean, it's not, that's just not good when you're talking about a team that is built around really their two all-stars. Right, and we played Dallas the first two games in December, and that first week I don't think we'll see him back. We're already crossing out weeks in December. It's a process of elimination at this point based on the scans and whatnot. But you can still build around a team and miss one all-star. You can't miss two. I think with Brandon Ingram coming back, even if we're missing Zion, we'll pick up some wins. But, yeah, from 10, looking at, say, 30 games in, 35 games in, this team is 10 and 25. You know that you're only shot. You're chasing that 10th seed. There's no jockeying for position or waiting out, you know, like some middle seeds no. do later in the year. Right. The Pelicans, as soon as they get healthy, you have one goal. Win games, get the 10th seed, and I hope you sit on a horseshoe for the playoffs and go on a streak. Your thoughts on how Willie Green has handled this? Look, it's got to be tough. Rookie coach going into this, a lot of expectations, and all of a sudden, again, your, your main uh, superstar is out, and then you lose, again, uh, your, your secondary, your second superstar in Brandon Ingram as well. Uh, how do you think he's done thus far, dealing with, again, the roster he has? Uh, if you cleaned house today, everybody would be, you know, uh, and just got rid of everybody. Everybody as a fan would want Willie Green to stay. Uh, Willie Green has been so impressive. He does not seem like a first-year head coach at the microphone. I've said that since media day. I, I was sat right behind the bench at, at Summer League, and the way he just commanded a huddle, the way he directed his staff, the way he had direction to players, he hasn't lost this team at all. I think that, that, that yeah, Willie Green has been above and beyond what we could have ever expected. I don't think he signed up for this, especially with Zion and Ingram being out. And and it's tough for him because think about it. He was not David Griffin's first choice. That was Ty Lue. Ty Lue told mm-hmm. Griffin no. Uh, Jock Bond told Griffin no. And right. Willie Green had to come in, and they really had to sit down, you know, just an honesty-type conversation where they had to talk it all out. And Willie Green said, yeah, I'll come take on this challenge. And and this has been one heck of a challenge for him. And his his coaching is better than a 1-11 record. The roster is not better than one and eleven without Zion and Ingram. So the coaching's great. You've got to look at the front office to put the roster together. Yeah. There's and no of course, look, green at all. 
one one guy again that I think I had a point to, and I've been talking about it a while now. Nikhil Alexander Walker's got a tremendous amount of upside, but he's got to get rain in his game. Uh, he can't be a guy that's going to be a pop shooter. Okay, you can't get him out there again just taking shot after shot. Well, I like what he's been doing lately. I, I said he's got to be able to emulate guys to get triple doubles. He's got to be able to look to be able to rebound and 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 to be able to facilitate as much as he is looking for his shot. And then to do that, he has to be aggressive going to the basket. Look, those three-point shots are going to come within rhythm. That's where he's got to take them. But if he would just, again, for some of those shots that he takes from the outside, take it off the dribble, uh, again, facilitate with his teammates, his game would be so much better. Yeah, he, his, to me, his game's all over the place. And he's trying to focus too much of that, you know, into just scoring the basketball instead of doing other things with the basketball, rebounding it, defending, getting other players involved. Like, he's at the rim. He's at the three-point line taking a shot that just is not in rhythm. He's dribbling along the whole baseline and doing a circle. Like you've got to, you got to find a way to focus that energy he has and that upside. He just wants to do so much. He's got to find a way to hone in on what he can do in the moment, and not just try and be an energy guy all the way out there. Because he has the talent. He doesn't need to be an all energy guy. He can rest on his laurels of his talent to get by. Not to, you know, not to say that in a negative way. Get by, but sure. to, to to stay in this league, stay in this rotation, and put up his numbers. And it'd be a more well, real, well-rounded stat line, and it would help this team a lot more. Yeah, no doubt. Chris, thanks for the time as always. Great job on the five-part series in Forbes on the marketing of the Pels. Doing it, Dotson is how you can find him on 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 Twitter. And we'll talk again soon, my friend. Hey, thanks so much for having me. You got it, Chris. That's Christopher Dotson of Forbes. All right, we take a break. We come back. We're going to be joined by Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, the William Grant family still is Friday extravaganza. Stick around. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opera. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. 
Oceana Grill, Bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Vote a top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend. November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lake We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish uh... is pretty bad. (laughs) (laughs) When you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? No matter your learning style or experience level, Babbel has lessons designed for you that will get you speaking quickly and confidently. I tried learning Spanish before, but I couldn't stick with it until I found Babbel. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. I can't wait to use our new language skills on our upcoming adventures. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Welcome back to the William Grant family. Still this Friday extravaganza. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks to Christopher Dotson of Forbes for joining us. Talk a little Pels. We turn our attention to the New Orleans Saints. They take on the Tennessee Titans this weekend. Uh, and joining us on the program from uh, Locked On Saints podcast, Ross, Ross Jackson joins us. Ross, how are you today? Hey, sir. Doing very well. Glad to be back here with you. Hope you're doing well, too. Doing, doing fine, my friend. That's, Saints not doing fine, though, when it comes to the injury list. Again, the, the, um, the injuries have come out. Talk a bit about the injury list and who won't be making the this weekend. Yeah, so the three big ones to highlight here in terms of those that were listed on the injury list are, of course, starting running back Alvin Kamara, left tackle Teron Armstead, and nickel corner slash defensive back slash all-around energy uh, mechanic uh, for the New Orleans Saints, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Three starters ruled out for this game. And that, of course, doesn't include folks that are on injured reserve. We know Michael Thomas not coming back this season. Uh, Jameis Winston out for the rest of the season. And, of course, our rookie first-round draft pick in defensive end Peyton Turner was also moved to injured reserve. So he'll be out for this game as well after just starting to get back to the field uh, here over the last couple of weeks. So some big losses for the New Orleans Saints on both sides of the ball. Absolutely. Now, again, with the situation with, with Kamara, who rarely misses a game, is this about, again, to try to rest this injury uh, so, again, he can be ready for the stretch run? Or or, is the, or should be fans be concerned that this is a serious injury? Because it, it didn't look like, again, he was really affected in the game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was able to finish out the game. And, you know, Sean Payton, Coach Sean Payton talked today and mentioned a little bit about how 
you know, late in the game, you can kind of, it was obvious that there was something from their perspective that wasn't necessarily right, but they didn't take him out. He didn't pull himself out. He didn't seem like it was that, uh, it wasn't a large enough of detriment that he didn't cut that, you know, they took him out of the game. So I think at this point, you're just trying to keep it from worsening, right? I mean, it's being described as a knee strain at this point or knee sprain, excuse me, at this point. So that's, you know, better than an undisclosed knee injury that can sometimes, you know, have a little bit of mystery to it. So I think that for the Saints, look, Alvin Kamara is going to win you games in December. That's when you need to win games for sure. And, you know, wouldn't hurt, wouldn't hurt to win games right now. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, traveling to uh, Tennessee, going up against a team that, you know, is down its biggest offensive weapon as well. And Derrick Henry is dealing with some big injuries over at the wide receiver position. The New Orleans Saints certainly can walk into this game with, Mark Ingram, who you know has been a starter in this system before, is extremely yes. familiar with the scheme and is going to be able to come back. And we saw him fit in already so far this season over the past two games, just the two games that he's been in, averaging 4.67 yards per carry and already has you know seven catches on seven targets. So you're not losing – you're losing something when it comes to Alvin Kamara because he's electrifying. He's a game-breaker for you. He can turn anything into a touchdown. But you're not losing your ability to run your offensive system because you have Al- you have Mark Ingram in this situation. So you're in a good situation to where you can sit back and give Alvin Kamara the time that he needs before you potentially worsen the in- injury. Yeah, no doubt. Especially with, again, when you start talking about uh, the running game, uh, not so much. The passing game, uh, not having Kamara hurt you, especially with the, the issues that has been uh, that we've seen now that, you know, look, we, you, you, when you're eight games into a season, you pretty much know who you are at a position. And right now, this wide receiver core is, uh, and, and pass catchers as a whole, are struggling. Um, talk about what you've seen so far. And is there a remedy to this outside of bringing in somebody from the outside, which, again, they tried to do this week with Odell Beckham, uh, but obviously that didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, you know, the fact of the matter is that there there is no savior, right? There's no Michael Thomas that's going to come back. There is no adding uh, uh, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. at this point, which would have been great. But this New Orleans Saints pass-catching core, and uh, I'm going to use the phrase pass-catching core, because it's the wide receiver and the tight end to a bow struggle yes. right over the course of the season. And at this moment, when it comes to the free agent market, everything like that, there's not really an opportunity to just go out and grab somebody that you feel like is going to help to revitalize that core of players. So you're going to need to be able to figure this out with the players that are in your system and that are in the facility. Now, the good news for the New Orleans Saints is that you look at these receivers. Let's highlight Marquez Callaway for a moment, who has just over a 56% catch percentage. That's that's very new to the New Orleans Saints. You're accustomed to your top wide receiver or your receiver that's playing the X position being Michael Thomas, who catches, you know, 70, 80% of the passes that come his way. But if you narrow it down a little bit closely, a little bit more closely, and you look at Marquis Kelly versus zone coverage, he actually has a 76.7 completion percentage in that uh, range. And Deontay Harris with a number similar. And so your two top threats in the passing game when it comes to the wide receivers play extremely well in zone coverage or against zone coverage. The Tennessee Titans play about 60% zone coverage when it comes to their corners. So that means that this is a really good opportunity for you in, t- in Tennessee to start to build a little bit of momentum. You know, the New Orleans Saints and their coaching staff are doing the right thing here. You weren't able to bring in the person that you felt like maybe could have come in and helped you revitalize your passing game. But at the same time, you can't go in expecting limitations. You have to continue to challenge the players that are within your facility to rise to the occasion. And the Saints came out there with Trevor Simeon. They're effectively the third-string quarterback, and they threw 41 times last week. So they are not adjusting this game plan. They are not going to walk into any of these matchups and expect less from these players, which should give them the opportunity, particularly up against a favorable matchup in terms of schematics with the Tennessee defense, to be able to walk in and rise to the occasion.
Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast, our guest. You know, Ross, that's why, again, I I have been saying all week that it's time it's time for Taysom Hill to take over the quarterback. And that's not a knock on Simeon, who I think has done a great job. But I just think his ability to run, putting pressure on the defense, they're going, they're going to give an opportunity for to get separation with these receivers. You know, teams may have to play more zone uh, to be able to account for where uh, uh, – where, uh, uh, Taysom Hill is, and and again, I'm saying he's also got to, uh, but got got to mimic again Lamar Jackson in terms of again how he <laughs> plays when he gets under center uh, for the Saints. Uh, Simeon is starting this week. How much do you think we'll see Taysom Hill, and do you think we're going to see him more in that role as quarterback, trying to be a playmaker and putting pressure on the defense with his legs and his arms? I do. I, you know, uh, Coach Payton today mentioned that in the same breath that he said that Ted, that Trevor Simeon would be the starting quarterback this weekend, he also mentioned that there would be some uh, additional packages. And to me, when he says that, my mind immediately goes to packages that include Taysom Hill at quarterback. So that's kind of me inferring a little bit. But mm-hmm, I do imagine sure. that you're going to certainly see more of Taysom Hill than you saw in his first game coming back from three weeks of concussion protocol going up against the Atlanta Falcons, where he played, I believe, if I remember correctly, only 12 snaps in that game, somewhere you know, a little bit over 10. He was just barely in the double digits. And so I do think that we see more Taysom Hill in this game. And in fact, I think we continue to see, as long as he stays healthy, more Taysom Hill as the season moves along under center. Because I do think that Taysom Hill gives you two things. He gives you a quarterback that's familiar with the system that just spent the entire offseason competing to be the starting quarterback, for sure. So you know that he knows the system well. But at the same time, he also gives you somebody that, as you mentioned, if those receivers aren't able to get open, if you know the spacing isn't right and a pair of routes come together and collide and you know bring in a bunch of defenders into one area and so you can't throw the ball there, it does give you the opportunity to be able to tuck and run, which is not an element that you have with Trevor Simeon. It actually was an element that Jameis Winston surprised a lot of people with over the time that he was healthy. So I do think that there's value in having Taysom Hill under center if you're willing to say, hey, we're not always going to have what we need in the passing game, so we're going to need a little bit of an additional element here. And your observation that that forces defenses to play more zone coverage is absolutely right because you have to keep your eyes where Taysom Hill is because if everybody's playing man coverage and they're all turning their back to the mobile quarterback, that mobile quarterback's running right up the middle and he's on his way down the field. No doubt. And I think that's what happened with Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston realizes, like, look, I'm sitting here in the pocket. I'm waiting for guys to get open. I'm, I'm either having to take the sack or throw the ball away. I've got to start being more mobile. I've got to start being more aggressive and run. And, of course, it was working. Uh, but, again, he's never been known as a, as a running quarterback, so to speak. But, he's, but he had to do that because, again, the issue with the pass catchers, ability to get separation, catch the football, et cetera. Uh, again, this is a natural situation for Taysom Hill. This is not yeah. somebody trying to do something that they don't normally do. This is in his repertoire. Yeah, and I do think that, you know, I mentioned made reference to the you know three weeks of concussion protocol. I do believe that had it not been for that time, mm-hmm. that we probably would have seen Taysom Hill immediately come in, not during the, uh, the Buccaneers game, because it would have kept him in his, his game plan and his role. But going into that Falcons game, I, I do believe we would have potentially seen Taysom Hill be the starting quarterback at that point, but him coming back off several weeks missed all of that, and that certainly put the Saints in a certain predicament or situation, especially when you're dealing with concussions and the long-term impact of that. So I do think that as you get him more comfortable and as you you know evaluate his health and everything that right now, you can still utilize Taysom Hill to give you help where you need it, which is actually as a path catcher himself. So I do mm-hmm. think that gives them another opportunity to be able to utilize Taysom Hill while they're trying to figure all of this out and while they're trying to make sure that his health is where it needs to be. But I wouldn't be surprised to see him take more snaps under center going into this game. 
And I don't think it's a knock on Trevor Simeon, what he's done. I just think, again, when you look at the skill set right now of Hill, I think that skill set is needed. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. I mean, look, you like what you like. The thing that I like about Trevor Simeon is is that he he sort of brings me back to a couple of years ago when the Saints had to go with uh, Teddy Bridgewater after the UCL injury for uh, Drew Brees. He's somebody that can read defenses, that can make smart passes, that isn't going to turn the ball over, that's not going to lose you games. He's not somebody that's going to, you know, get the ball 60 yards down the field, you know, like, like Jameis Winston was. He's not going to give you the big 72-yard touchdowns more than likely, but he's also not going to lose you games. He is a distributor and a field and a game manager, which is what uh, Jameis Winston was kind of working to become uh, and get a little bit more into that side of his, you know, quarterback role. And so I do think that Trevor Simeon gives you that. It's just, is that what you're willing to continue to move forward with with the rest of the season? Or do you want a little bit of extra spice in the backfield? And, you know, in New Orleans, we love our spice. So that's why I wouldn't be surprised to see Taysom Hill move there eventually. Yeah, I, I just think, that, especially with Kamara out right now, it could be a, it could be a necessity. Um, Throckmorton right now will move in at left guard. Uh, Hurst will flip out to left tackle. That really makes them uh, – they are vulnerable if they have any more injuries on that line. They'll have to probably bring up Clapp, who could play multiple positions. But, again, you can't afford uh, too many more injuries when you start talking about the offensive line. Yeah, this New Orleans Saints offensive line has dealt with a ton of injuries so far this season. And in fact, this won't be the first time that we see James Hurst and Calvin Throckmorton actually line up next to each other yes. uh, here during the season. This have actually been here before. And so I, I do think that both of those players served well in those roles before. They're going to have a little bit of a challenge here going up against this Tennessee Titans defensive line that has had a big-time resurrection, particularly over the past couple of games. Guys like Jeffrey Simmons, Bud Dupree, these players that have come in and sort of made uh, you know a big instance. Now they're dealing with some injuries, especially actually those players. So that could work in the Saints' favor. But, you know, you're right. The, the big thing is, Moving forward, everybody kind of has to stay healthy. You can't really deal with you know any other injuries to guys like Eric McCoy, Cesar Ruiz, or um, or uh, 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 Ryan Ramchek, of course. And in fact, those three right. players have been outstanding for you because they're all at their respective positions in the top five at their individual positions in pass block win rate. They've all been outstanding so far this year. So right side of the line needs to continue to hold up. Left side of the line should be okay. They might have some moments where, you know, you're going to have some drop-off when Toronto Armstead's not on the field for you. But I do also expect, as you as you observed, Will Clapp probably moving into that Calvin Throckmorton sixth offensive line, which was formerly James Hurst role, actually, yes. uh, so that they can continue to use those packages, which, again, signify probably a little bit that you would see more of Taysom Hill under center because they love those six offensive line sets with Taysom under center. And I think they're going to do that a lot, with, especially with Ingram uh, and, and, and running back as well the, this mm-hmm. week. I, mean, I think we'll see a lot of the six offensive linemen. All right, your thoughts on, on the court shift of Odell Beckham Jr.? Look, I, you know, I, I love knowing that the New Orleans Saints were in it and they were invested in trying to get him to New Orleans, but you know, there, there were some obvious limitations in terms of what New Orleans had to offer versus what some of these other teams had to offer, and not the least of which simply being the conversation around money. It wouldn't surprise me. We don't know this for sure, but according to Ian Rappaport, there were several different levels of economics or versions of economics of contracts that were being offered to um, Odell Beckham Jr., and that some of them were trying to offer situations that maybe have been a little bit more long-term, opportunities to you know extend players, build in things to make it a little bit easier to extend a player into two, three years. To me, that's where the Saints economically were unique because of their ability to maneuver and create within the salary cap and within the bounds of the salary cap. So to me, that was sort of their biggest, um, sort of their biggest offer potentially that they, you know, would set them apart from some of these other teams that might have just been offering 
vet minimum one-year deals. That and then, of course, Sean Payton. But unfortunately, just wasn't enough. Um, and mm-hmm. I understand why Odo Beckham Jr. would choose to go to a team like the Los Angeles Rams. Sure. They offer him exactly what it is that he's looking for, a great offensive mind at head coach, a very good quarterback in um, in Matt Stafford, and also a situation to where he's not having to be the guy. He can just kind of walk in, potentially make more money this season than he would have made staying in Cleveland if this team goes on, the Los Angeles Rams went on into the postseason and, and potentially even into the Super Bowl. And then he gets to walk out <laughs> potentially with a Super Bowl ring at the end of the season and try to make more money on the market with you know exposure in a Los Angeles team and in a Los Angeles market. And then, of course, not having to be the number one guy, which limits the amount of hits that he takes, which limits the amount of potential errors that he could have while he's trying to leverage his play for another quarterback, or excuse me, another contract. So I do understand. I was glad to see his New Orleans Saints were in on it, but I understand that there was only so much that they could do in terms of what these other teams had to offer. Got two minutes left. Your thoughts on the defense? Uh, look, I, I look at this defense, and uh, this is a, an extremely talented, talented core. And I know that, you know, you look at the last two weeks up against division rivals. In one game, the defense seals a win for you. In another game, the defense gives up a big play that ends up leading to a game-winning field goal for the other team, right, for the Atlanta Falcons. But uh, I think that, you know, you, you have moments, you have up-and-down moments, all of that. But this defense has consistently been outstanding. They're still the number one defense in the NFL right now, both in terms of total rushing yards allowed, as well as rushing yards per carry, only 3.2 yards per carry allowed, going up against Tennessee Titans team that just ran for only 69 rushing yards up against in their win against the Los Angeles Rams last week. So they should be able to do enough to force the Titans to be one-dimensional. The big thing is limiting the 20-plus, the big explosive passing plays. Uh, the Tennessee Titans are a team that doesn't generate a lot of explosive, a lot of explosiveness in the passing game. They generated it mostly in the rushing game, but now they're going to have to overcome that without Derrick Henry. So for the New Orleans Saints, what can they do to force them to be one-dimensional, go to the air, but then force errors on their side as opposed to giving up those big explosive scoring plays? Ross, you like the Saints this week? I really do. Um, and, and, you know, look, I know I spend a lot of time covering the Saints, spend a lot of time talking to the mm-hmm. Saints, and I know maybe some sure. people are going to scoff and say, of course it's going to be the Saints. But for me, this feels like exactly this type of game that Sean Payton is built and this team is built to come in and win. They've done it several times before. They weren't supposed to win without Drew Brees. They did. They weren't supposed to win without their two top cornerbacks heading to Detroit last year. They did. They weren't supposed to win this season when you know they were taking on the Super Bowl champions and they lost their starting quarterback while their backup quarterback was also out. They did. This feels like one of those games that they can find a way, particularly over on the defensive side, to go in and do enough to get a victory. And, and I think Mark Ingram has a big game in this one. I think this is the opportunity that yeah. Mark Ingram has wished that he had in Baltimore, wished that he had while he was in um, – while he was with Houston, and now he gets this opportunity with a team that he knows extremely well and a scheme that he knows extremely well, I do think that the Saints actually have a very good chance in this game up against the Tennessee Titans. Always a pleasure, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us. At Ross Jackson Nola on Twitter and, of course, Locked On Saints podcast, a must-listen to. We appreciate your time. Always a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me back. Y'all take care and stay safe, right? Do the same, my friend. Thanks again. That's Ross Jackson, again, Locked on Saints podcast. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. AC breaks down, heater breaks down, you need help. Again, think uh, think Burkhardt. acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Customers. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhardt to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. COVID, Delta, Ida. Our hospitals have had a tough year, but there's something you can do to help them. Visit thebloodcenter.org and schedule a life-saving appointment today. Your blood donation can save up to three lives. And with blood supplies nationally at an all-time low, you'll know that your donation will go to helping someone locally. Visit thebloodcenter.org today and save a life tomorrow. The Blood Center, this is how life flows. 
Get Diamonds Direct's unbeatable price, plus an extra 20% off virtually everything. Yes! It's happening next weekend, November 19th through 21st. Three days of spectacular store-wide savings. All rings, all earrings, all pendants, all bracelets, all on sale. This is the biggest and last sale of the year. The one where they break all the rules. The selection is like double the norm. Designers are here with their entire lines. All at the absolute lowest prices of the year. Plus special financing next weekend. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. On Severn Avenue, across from Lakeside Mall. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to thank our title sponsor, William Grant Family Distillers. Reach for a William Grant product. All of our great sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Also want to thank our guest today, Chris Dotson. Also, uh, Jeff Duncan, uh, Ross Jackson, uh, and uh, Mike Scarborough. Coming up next is the 27th uh, year of the original Countdown show with uh, Les East and Jude Young. That's going to be followed by uh, the original at 7 o'clock with Ken Trahan. Reports from all the high school playoff games around the state. Keep it locked and loaded right here. And, of course, the best scoreboard over at uh, CrestedSports.com. It all starts again at 6 o'clock all the way to midnight tonight right here on 106.1 FM. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. Thank you for listening. We'll see you on Monday straight up 4 o'clock. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.